0: Hi! Hi. <laughs> oh yeah, welcome. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. Let's start so you can just be sobbing. Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hosts, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Cabrera-Dixon.
1: And I'm Sammy Skorstad.
0: <laughs> Together we have come through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. <laughs>
1: Um, okay the book of the moment for today's episode is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin just a forewarning for those of you listening this is not a spoiler free zone we will be discussing this book in all of its glory which of course includes revealing the ending Um, Gabrielle Zevin is an American author and screenwriter. Zevin was born in New York City. Zevin's father, who is American born, has Ashkenazi Jewish, Russian, and Lithuanian and Polish ancestry. Her mother was born in Korea and emigrated to the United States when she was nine years old. The two met in high school in Connecticut and later worked for IBM. Um, wait, hang on, my Wi Fi just disconnected and I'm trying to read the. I can do it. Yeah,
0: Uh, she grew up in Boca Raton, Florida. I don't know if that's how you say that. Boca Raton, Um, yeah. Okay, sure. Um, And graduated from Spanish River Community High School in 1996. She enrolled at Harvard University, where she studied English with a concentration in American literature. While at Harvard, she met her partner, Hans Canosa, and graduated in 2000. For nearly a decade, Zevin lived in Manhattan before moving to Los Angeles in 2012, where she presently lives with Canosa um <laughs> we're laughing because Sammy just finished the book um 0. 0.5 seconds ago uh-huh.
1: before
0: we hit record and she's um a little emotional
1: <laughs> if I, I shit you not Sam if uh if we didn't schedule this recording if I didn't put off finishing the last like 15 minutes mm-hmm. of that book till like yeah. up until recording I mm-hmm. could be sobbing <laughs> Hours over this. Like Yeah. <laughs>
0: this is so fucked up i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing because that was literally my reaction too i cried for about a day like i couldn't pick up another book after finishing this book because i was like life is meaningless And so (laughs) the last 15 minutes it's not even sad but it is (laughs) yeah <laughs> uh before we jump into discussing our I own thoughts and slot
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you made me cough oh, sorry oh okay, god let me
1: get my shit together uh-huh, okay no worries.
0: you got you got time i'll read the blurb Okay. Uh, Before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding this book, I'm going to go ahead and read the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, on a bitter cold day in the December of his junior year at Harvard, Sam Mazur exits the subway car and sees, amid the hordes of people waiting on the platform, Sadie Green. He calls her name. For a moment, she pretends she hasn't heard him, but then she turns and a game begins, a legendary collaboration that will launch them to stardom. These friends, intimates." Yeah, intimate since children uh, borrow money, beg favors, and before even graduating college, they've created their first blockbuster, Ichigo. Overnight... The world is theirs. Not even 25 years old, Sam and Sadie are brilliant, successful, and rich, but these qualities won't protect them from their own creative ambitions or the betrayals of their hearts. Spanning 30 years from Cambridge, Massachusetts to Venice Beach, California, and lands in between and far beyond, Gabrielle Zevin's Tomorrow, and Tomorrow, and Tomorrow is a dazzling and intricately imagined novel that examines the multifarious nature of identity, disability, failure, the redemptive possibilities in play, and above all, our need to connect to be loved and to love yes it is a love story but it is not one you have read before without any further ado let's get into it oh Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i also reread uh, I guess we can trigger warning. Okay. 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 Uh-huh. One more thing, and then, um, can you tell them itching? Um, uh-huh. itching to talk about it. Um, yeah. Trigger warnings, childhood cancer, hospital settings a lot, but also.
1: long. Uh, yeah, I
0: know. I took st- no. this from somebody's blog. Um, okay. So it was way more descriptive. I cut a lot of the, uh, parenthesis out. Um, um.
1: Oh my god! I thought I said nine one one mention, but it's nine eleven. That makes more sense.
0: I too thought it said. I absolutely would have just read that as nine one one mention. (laughs) I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. (laughs) um but uh, chronic pain and injury amputation racism slurs both racist and homophobic talk of appropriation emphasizing japanese culture appropriation in the video game community mention of abortion abusive relationships emotional dependency depiction drug use sexism and misogyny especially in an industry like the video game industry car accident death by suicide student teacher in college relationship power imbalances some questionable sexual acts where the mc is dissociating dissociating blood depiction talk of disordered eating fat phobia 9 11 mentioned not 9-1-1 unwanted touching captivity i thought that said captivity gore like all together and i was like what does that mean (laughs) um captivity comma gore comma vomit gun violence shooting in the workplace okay um now that we got past all that Mm -hmm. this book i want to go first Uh, okay you go first (laughs) this book this book this book is just a bit of me like Mm -hmm. everything about this book is like screams to my little my little niche interests Mm -hmm. um i loved the way it starts and ends i love the like very consistent um kind of video game vibe that flows Mm -hmm. throughout. Not just the fact that they're making video games, but like... The structure um, of the book itself. Is is like a video game. Like, oh, you've died? Try again. Like, those kind of things are so good. Um, I love that. I I reread it also. um, And I finished it a little while ago, and then I proceeded to have to sit in the corner and cry for a minute. (laughs) Which, so, it still hits a few months later after you read it to read it again. Mm -hmm. Um, I just found it you you texted me um the other night and you were live. you were like it's pretentious in all the best ways or something like that yeah and it really is and it, it really is giving like Author went to Harvard
1: <laughs> for yes, writing. For
0: writing, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: in the best way, in the best way. But so, not
1: like the Atlas Six version of pretentious,
0: right? Where it's like, okay, we get it, we get it. Yeah, no.
1: the, it
0: was so well written. It was so <clears throat> beautiful. Even the simplicity of parts like gave you a f- like a, an aching in your heart, and the way yep. that the characters communicate also without mm-hmm. having to communicate in mm-hmm. some ways or. I just... I, everything about this book is just, like, no wonder people fucking... Like, yeah, no, no wonder it got shit the good yeah. best fiction of the, of the year for 2022. Like, good for her. <sighs> yeah.
1: Okay, go ahead. Give me your um, okay. your okay. thoughts. <laughs> so, for anyone who's been uh, listening, and for Sam, who has been uh, very patient in witnessing my book slump, <laughs> um this, like... This was the first time I read like the first. Um... It was hard for me to start again because I just had yeah. the physical copy, and then I got the audiobook and I started it, and I was like, "Okay, I'm in it," like mm-hmm. immediately. And then I ended up reading almost half of it without the audiobook even wow and i know like i'm like a new fucking person what happened <laughs> reborn uh, reborn i just needed a good really beautifully written book to yeah. get me out of it um i'm so happy you read it <laughs> I'm I know. So okay because you know what it reminded me a little bit the writing and the way that the connection between these two characters was written reminded me of alone with you in the ether mm-hmm. which i loved so- and then um but like I liked that we were able to like the bulk of the beginning was flashing back to these like very lovable little kids. Yeah. But then also college age, which is like easily relatable for <laughs> us. Yeah. Not necessarily the Harvard part, but like, you know, like <laughs> the age <laughs> itself yeah. was relatable. And um and I just loved their dynamics. And I love like I loved this unspoken love and the way i think okay so i've been frustrated in the past books when like romantic characters or like the connections between characters is being written when it's like there's no foundation for Mm -hmm. this like i don't understand why they feel this way about each other or why there's this like it's just this person it just like it just is they just are oh i've been so frustrated by that but with this their connection made sense. Their just, like, understanding of each other, their, like, frustrat- frustrations with each other, their love for each other just made sense. And it was, I feel like it just worked. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Like, of course. Of, like, it, it clicked in a way that it has not been clicking mm-hmm. with the other books. I
0: think it makes it all the more painful, too, that it clicks so hard. And because mm-hmm. you texted me and you said, you said, are Sam and Sadie ever going to actually get together? Yeah, and but... my answer was no, but in a yes kind of way. Because yeah. they love, they have so much love for each other. And what Sadie says in the end, I, I'm, I can't do I it booked, verbatim. I but it, yeah. Yeah, where she's, where.
1: I can, I can say it right now. Go I for just it, go for it. That. Yeah, okay. you know exactly what I'm going to say uh, about no. the intimacy scene. Like, yeah, anybody yeah. can be a lover yep okay why do you think we never got together Sadie sat next to Sam on the bed Sammy she said we were together you must know that when I'm honest with myself the most important parts of me were yours (laughs) but together together the way you were with Marks and Dove Dove. Uh, how can you not know this lovers are common she studied Sam's face because I loved working with you better than I liked the idea of making love to you because true collaborators in this life are rare (laughs) Yeah. I
0: just it's their love is so love and it's so it's, not yeah. at the same time you know what it I mean? is
1: I it's frustrating <sighs> that like you can under like I understand but like a part of me still is like just get together and have sex too <laughs> like I still want you to kiss just fucking yeah, kiss yeah. just you know? kiss what <laughs> please just for me. but like um, at yeah. the same time it's like the their love for each other is almost so much more real and deep without yeah. that yeah. Uh, but that's and painful. it's more
0: intimate than being intimate yeah like another another thing that like Sam kind of reflects on Re- for a long time too a
1: lot of the it's brought up multiple times like the act of making a game with someone yeah. and making a game for someone and play like the act and of play, play is the most vulnerable playing with someone in collaboration with someone not just like two player. Like, the way they would, like, share the controller.
0: And pass the computer back and forth when they were trying out the Ichigo 3 demo or whatever. Like, things like that, I just... Like, there is a level of this book that's, like... How many pages is it? Like, four or something? 400-ish. Yeah. Like, I how think, yeah. how in that amount of time am I feeling more of a connection to these characters, to this story, to everything about this book than I am for, like, a bunch of other books that are even longer than that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if we – I think it also has to do with us, like, truly spanning their lives. You know, we saw them That's when they true. were kids. And then we see them as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, But it, it's, like, such a deep, like – Everything they were feeling, I was feeling. Like, when Sadie is, like, going through her massive, depressive episode, mm-hmm. like, you're mad at her, but you understand her. And yeah, yeah. you're sad for Sam, and you're sad for her, and you're you're sad yourself yeah. about Marks. You know, there's so many levels to this that I'm like, no book is doing it quite like this book is doing it, man. Yeah. Oh.
1: Uh. Oh, my God. Uh Yeah, so i I did predict Marx's death. I did it I in like didn't. a wrong way, but I, I think was like that you
0: I think I shouldn't have said <clears throat> it was sad, but I wanted you to uh I wanted you to know because I do you, I know you no, like to know
1: I, I know I and I think too, it was just the way that their relationships were built and the way that Marx's character was built as like he was the sunshine yeah the character. yeah it just made the most sense if there was going to be a tragedy in this book, it was going to be books. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, as a good writer, that just is, like, that makes the most sense.
0: I had zero idea of what this book was about when I went into it mm-hmm. the first time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, rereading it, I almost liked it even more this time Ooh. around. Because you, have an, you know what's going to happen, and you get to see everything again through the lenses of them being children. It was kind yeah. of like, because you know how we're... You know, we start with them in college, technically, and then we get yeah. the flashbacks. Right. But so to read it, knowing the flashbacks already and like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it just truly made me like feel everything almost even deeper. And even like it, it's a testament to how well written everything was that like i still cried when Marx died i still yes. cried at the end like i knew everything was coming this time and it still broke my heart in all yeah. the you know appropriate ways um but i think like reading it for the first time the second that they uh sam and sadie mentioned how there or somebody told them on that photo shoot set that there was like a active a shooter, shooter, in, shooter yeah at a tech company at a tech company and they're like oh well good thing we're a gaming organization yeah, but i hope exactly. everyone's okay and da 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 i my heart sank you know Still, i was just like no yeah. no 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 and then to learn that marx is there and then like you're a little bit mad at Ant, you know, for coming Mm -hmm, down. mm -hmm. Because if he didn't, who knows? He could have. I
1: think Marx could have talked his way out of that. Because he really was. And then you're
0: also kind of mad at Marx for going down in the first place anyways. Like, he was such a, like, light Per, like a person of light. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. He was like, I can, I, I'm i sure I can figure this out. Like, I shouldn't leave just the security guy down there. But it's like, that's what you hired the security guy for, right? Like, it, was it wasn't security. Moments.
1: He was, the oh, was it not. Fucking, I was a front, like, front desk, desk, desk guy. Oh, yeah, I thought he was so, security. I don't know. No, why. <laughs> so like, there's no way Marx was going to leave the front desk guy. Right, right, like, right. he said that too. He was like, I can't. This is not what this guy signed up for. Right. Like, yeah.
0: And the, the fact that, like, you know, he leaves his little his little note on that portfolio from the couple uh, who were doing um yeah. their game. Uh, was like, he writing it to because he just said s- oh he he per- did say S. he huh? just said s I think it was to Sadie was it to Sadie okay yeah but perhaps not now that I'm thinking you're you're kind of right maybe that's really symbolic too because yeah. even though Marx was like in love with Sadie, we also knew he had this, like, such deep love... Yeah, for Sam. Like, and he even mentioned it. He was like, I, you know, never... I've never wanted him the way I've wanted other lovers, but I would genuinely do anything for him.
1: And then the thing is, too, like, the, the way he compared... Described his love for Sadie, too, was, like, he was like, I want... It was like, his love for Sadie was heightened by... Both of their loves for Sam. Right. And it was like he wanted Sadie to look at him the way that she looked at Sam. and And talk to him the way that she spoke to Sam. And it was was just like their relationships were so intertwined and emboldened by the others. Yes. Which was like it was written so well where that made sense. And I think this is a good time to like compare to... Because, like, I texted you this, too. I'm like, this is reminding me of A Little Life a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> but, obviously, I think I recommend that book to absolutely nobody. <laughs> and I would recommend this book. I mean, with the trigger warnings, but, like, I would – this is a beautiful book. Yeah. And the differences – like, there are very clear differences, mm-hmm. obviously. One is just trauma porn. And the other, I think, uses trauma tastefully. And- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I would say. in a way that
0: makes more sense and is less like, let's romanticize it.
1: Yeah, it's less yeah. romanticized. Like, there is fucked up shit in this book that goes yeah. down. There's some yeah. really fucked up stuff. And at times I was frustrated by, like, specifically the stuff happening with Sadie's character. Yeah. And I was like, is this truly fully necessary? But it wasn't, like, it happened. And then it wasn't brought through the entire, like, it didn't con- like, obviously, shit did continue to happen to her, but... Yeah. I, I didn't feel, like, awful and painful to read the same way Yeah, a it didn't have did. that dirty feeling of, like, oh, no. God, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. No, I... But then... So, with A Little Life, it was, like, Jude's character reminded me a lot of um, Sam yeah. at times.
0: Which makes a lot of sense, yeah.
1: Like, the limping and being in pain constant pain and the eventual
0: amputation.
1: The eventual amputation. And specifically though, was when he was talking about sex. And at first I was like, oh, is this asexual representation? Like I literally Googled, I'm like, is Sam from Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow asexual? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people discuss it online because he kind of says he was like, I don't think about sex the same way other people do. He's like, I don't want it the same way other people do. Like I prefer masturbation. I prefer, like, I prefer connecting through other ways and all these things. And he's like, I've been with men. I've been with women. And, but it was, um, and then he said he had some line where he, like, the guy he had slept with had something like, I feel like, or like, your body is only designed to feel pain or something like that. Or, like, it's because you're too insecure. And then Sam says something along the lines of, like, I think, sometimes I think my body was only designed to feel pain. Mm. And I was like, that shit is Jude yeah to a fucking very very jude-coded very jude-coded and then he like but it doesn't like it was like a discussion of that and then it wasn't brought through the entire rest of the book yeah
0: it wasn't the whole main focus was to like feel make us feel super pitied towards sam
1: right for those reasons
0: and i i want i took when you texted me that i was literally like oh my god i literally wrote down in my like notes for the episode that i wanted to bring that up Yeah. Because perhaps I didn't even really think about it the first time around, because I was more like, what's going on? Um, Yeah. But this time around, I was absolutely like, wow, this is like if a little life was good. (laughs) Yeah. And really different.
1: And half the the length. Yeah. Yeah,
0: literally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I, I agree with you. I thought, like, every one of these characters is so complex. And I felt like Sam is like your main character, but he's also kind of not, not like Sadie is too. And uh-huh. then at one point, Marks really like... is a narrator, so he must
1: be considered a main. And character. then like the and then like the title of the book kind of comes from Marks. Marks. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I just found um, like you mentioned something over text about uh, like everybody saying Sam's really witty and funny, but then when we're in Sam's. Pav, like it's, right. he doesn't feel witty and funny mm-hmm. and I wanted to bring this up because I, I truly feel like this is one of those books where the perspective of which character you're focusing on was really everything because mm-hmm. I think that's Sam's whole issue is like he constantly feels like I mean when he's younger at least right he feels like um I don't know just really insecure he had like a very insecure vibe he didn't want people to you know take pity on him he had a lot of trauma in his past that he was made him shy for all intents and purposes mm-hmm. but then you he has these people who come to love him like we get the reveal that Marx's mom's name was Anna Lee mm-hmm. and and that sam never knew that but that was also his mom's name and and right. from that day forward marx was like he's my brother now um, it was like, fate like it was meant th- to be yeah, yeah there's like this such like love from yeah. uh sadie and Marks that it, when we look at sam through their pov if we love him like we we see like all of the highlights of his character and things mm-hmm. like that versus when we're in his head, he's like very introspective. He's, but he's also very like observant when it comes to other people and like mm-hmm. how he makes lists when he thinks and things of the, of the sort. Like we get kind of the clouded version, I think in his head versus yeah. like, and he's so clear to everybody else, like who he is, which right. I kind of love. Like yeah. the, the detail is so deep. I
1: feel I think it was, yeah. And I'm thinking of, like, when we were in other people's heads and, like, how... Because you said something, too, when I brought that up. And it was, like, you love Sam, but at times you're also frustrated by him. And you don't agree with some of the things he's doing. I feel like I didn't... Like, there wasn't much that he did that I was, like, frustrated with him by. Yeah. Because, like, obviously Sadie gets really frustrated with him when Ichigo is getting promoted and she thinks he's taking all the credit. But, like, I kind of feel like that was a magnification of Sadie's own insecurities Mm -hmm. and frustrations. And it wasn't, like... So, like, it made sense. I understood where she was coming from, but also, I was like, I think she's projecting a lot of her fears and insecurities onto Sam and the success that he's getting and the attention that he's getting. Mm -hmm. And... So I was like, I don't think he's trying to take all the credit. He he was very clear every time. Like, no, we're partners. No, we're partners. Mm -hmm. Even when,
0: uh, sorry, but I just want to cut in. Just even when Sadie was really mad because she realized that Sam had to have known that her and Dove were something Mm -hmm. and then still wanted to use the Ulysses engine
1: for -hmm. the game.
0: And I was like, even that, I wasn't really frustrated with Sam on. Because how
1: could he have known the extent? Yeah. Like, of what was known? Yeah. What do you mean? No, it was a pr- it was because like she was trying to she needed somebody to blame for all the pain and everything she went yeah. through and it was easier to blame Sam than it was to actually blame Dove for that or herself even. And she for-
0: continued to make excuses for Dove throughout her life. But yeah, Sam to would keep do something. Yeah.
1: In her life.
0: And Sam would do one little thing and she'd be like, nope.
1: And I think that is a testament to to the Type of love you can have for somebody
0: mm-hmm.
1: is like, I think it was a lot safer to blame Sam oh, yeah. because of the type of love that they had. And I think, versus like with Dove, like that could have been a more permanent, like, mm, excision excision from her life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess. Whereas yeah. with Sam, it was like, there was always, even though they are like, they had there's times where they were not speaking, like, I think the love that they had for each other they kind of deep down knew that they could always have each other if they needed it and if they wanted it again
0: definitely I think that that's why it was extra heartbreaking you know when Marx dies because he was kind of that bridge between them even when When, they were, were battling and things of the sort like when Sadie wants to do her game and you know Sam is like no
1: why would we do yeah. that i don't know
0: finally saying you know saying no for the first time really mm-hmm. to her and she's like well we have three people to vote so
1: and well you and know. then he's like
0: well you're fucking that one so of course he's gonna vote on your side <laughs> the, the scales tip yeah. here um which is sassy sam but okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but like it, it it made that his death even worse I feel because yeah. then it was really like there was no one there to soften the blows between them and no one there, there was no to... horse tamer. Yeah, there was no there was no tamer of horses. No. Oh uh, it marks his death man. Yeah. Because you kind of are like like, yeah, you love Marx throughout the book. Marx is, like, the, he, you're kind of like, oh, he's, like, a side character, but he's, like, more not, than a side character. You know he's what I so mean? so
1: much more than a side character. Well, that's the thing. It was, like, the whole, what, what are they call The N- NCOs, NPCs. NPCs. Yeah. Yeah. And non-playing characters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Look at me go. Look um, okay, you go. I clearly do not play video games. Um, <laughs> but he was an NPC, but then they even say he was, like, what is a game without an NPC? yeah and you would just
0: be the hero walking and doing nothing
1: because that's the thing is like a lot of what the book was like he wasn't actively making these decisions and making things happen right but he was like there supporting it and Mm -hmm. people were engaging with him and based off of how they were engaging with him so like just such a beautifully built book where it does replicate a video game yeah not in an obvious way Mm -hmm. and Damn. Wow.
0: And you get the tie-ins <laughs> from the beginning that all keep coming back. Right. Like, yes, yes. Even we get that, like, in the beginning when Dove is teaching the class and he's like, absolutely no shooter games. Shooter games are lazy. Shooters mm-hmm. are stupid. Like, yeah. it's just stupid forms of violence. Da da da, mm-hmm. la la la. And then to have that like kind of come full circle and yep. shooting is how Marx dies. And it's like Marx is like, the, it's the what thing game, that's safe. Yeah.
1: And he fucking asks them, what games do you play? And they're like, oh, Halo. Uh, Called, yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And you're like, the shooter, the active, the shooter games. No. Yeah. Um, it, it, other things though, like right when um, Marx in the beginning, is asking sam like hey so about sadie yeah you guys you know and you're kind of like oh but the whole time you're so focused on the fact that you know that sam and sadie are like meant for each other basically so you're like no that's not really gonna happen and then when it does you're like oh my god no fucking way you (laughs) were like i'm gonna scream on this plane if marks and sadie get together
1: yeah yeah yeah, and then you didn't respond and so I know. Okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like <laughs> cool. why are
0: you so good at guessing things? I was like I can't I can just see it's I, I know it's, a tism.
1: it's the pattern recognition it and like might I be, know yeah, how this sure.
0: story plays out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Well and also at that point they had like kissed or something, right? No, they hadn't kissed yet. Oh uh, it uh, wasn't when Zoe and No, it Zoe was just before kiss. that had happened. Oh okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. That's funny. Nope. Nope. Oh, and they hadn't slept together yet either. Nope. Oh, yeah, nope. Yike. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yake. Before we move on to discuss the rest of tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's
1: episode. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here. And more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
0: All right, let's continue the conversation. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, you have something to say?
1: I always have something to say. Let me no. let me dip into the What was I going to say? Um, I had something I wanted to say, damn it. There were, okay, I think so, I want to tap into the whole, like, this is a pretentious book, but in the best way possible.
0: Tap, tap, tap in.
1: Yes. Um, I used more tabs on this <gasps> book I than it. I have in, I don't know how long. Fuck yeah. So many tabs. Let me open up to a random one.
0: Fuck yeah, concrete.
1: This one, just, Okay she had he thought one of the world's greatest or great laughs the kind of laugh where a person mm. didn't feel that he was being laughed at the kind of laugh that was an invitation i cordially invite you to join in this matter that i find amusing I like love just them. like yeah. little little things that are so beautiful the, oh my god one of the things so i was walking around new york when and i was listening to the audiobook so i didn't have my book out to tap mm-hmm. but one of the ones i was like i had to take my phone out to write in the notes And I don't even remember where it is. But I did end up having it. But it was, like, it was just, he was, it was when he was walking in the wintertime, walking Sadie home or whatever in Boston. Yeah. And he was, like, being with her, or being with her made him, like, hate walking on cobblestones a little less. Yeah. Or something, something along those lines. And it was just, like, fuck. Like, just, like, (laughs) the little things, like, these little lines of these little... The way the world is a little bright. It's like a million different versions and ways of saying a world is a little brighter with this person in it yes. and being with yes. this person. Yes. And I think that is the best way to describe love mm-hmm. and to instead of like, I feel this way about a person. I feel it's like these different things that they're doing are so much better with this other person. Absolutely. And agree. and it's just so freaking beautiful.
0: God, I fucking loved Yes, like the way that Sam would—Sam's de- pov, rather—would yes. like describe the way Sadie. that he
1: felt about Sadie, and yeah, describe. Also,
0: my genuinely one of my favorite parts of the book is mm-hmm. when Sadie is in her like postpartum depression and also depression grief mm-hmm. stage and so she's picking up meaningless games like world online play games and she things of the pioneer. sort and she plays pioneer which again fucking uh, the way that sam created this game specifically like like dove said with one player in mind even like, dove what he was like i may not be a great romantic. guy but like <laughs> that's romantic <laughs> yeah that's romantic as shit <laughs> fucking dove bro um like, just the way that that whole game had Sadie just written all over it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because they used to play Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail when mm-hmm. they were kids, and she used to love it. And, you know, she, of course, would place her home on the plot of land the furthest away from everybody mm-hmm. else. And so Sam knows just how to, like, you know, rein her in. And mm-hmm. in in her own way, she starts she doesn't like doing the crop thing so she opens the bookstore and then the yep. bookstore becomes like games and then in one way or another his character and her character start making games together and yep. I, I I enjoyed that they put in that proposal as well and mm-hmm. Sadie has this moment where she was like you know in my real life I had declined two proposals in the past so perhaps it's time for me to finally say yes to something like this and um that's the way that her like fictional video game kid yeah. can come in to the yeah. world and they name the kid together as you know as fifth game mm-hmm. or game five and it's just one of those things that's like I know Sadie was so mad but then when she has time to reflect and she's like I think I knew the whole time that, that it, was it was Sam him. yeah. Just that whole sequence, like that part of the, because it's so, um, like, written so differently,
1: obviously, than the rest of the book. Yes, yes, because it's like, it starts a new set, because this book is broken up into sections. Yeah. And then chapters within the sections. And this section starts, and you're like, what is this? We're I know yeah, we're in a video game, like, <laughs> what is this? Why is this here? We don't have, we don't know who's playing. We don't know who made the game yeah it's like all of a sudden we're just in a video game and we're like mm, yeah okay. and then you
0: hear her name is emily marks and you're like okay Marks, so this must be yeah uh sadie playing but then it's and then like,
1: emily it, do you realize later Dickinson, like yes the, yeah yes.
0: emily blaster and all yeah. the things of the sort um yeah oh also on the note of emily blaster when marks is dying and he's shooting like the emily blaster game in mm-hmm. his mind, mm-hmm. like every little tie back into it's this story, so painful. It's so painful, but it's so well done. Yeah, like how did you think to bring that back? Like what? Because maybe in the beginning, you're like, "Oh, what was the point of the Emily Blaster thing?" But besides, like showing you know Sadie's first game and like how Sam and Marks both think that she's pretty these, genius,
1: like, <sighs> sentimental little moments. And- it's pain it's all pain it's all all of it every last bit of it
0: (sighs) does it make more sense why this and babel were my top two books of 2022 (laughs) this book is so good genuinely yeah i i have like a little bracket for every month's books that i'm reading and i'm like can i even count this because i've already reread it like this would just win like i can't can't let it go through my bracket Mm
1: mm-hmm I'm just, like, I can, I'm going to go through this book and just look at all the tab things I have. Yeah. Because. There are so many little nuggets of wisdom. It occurred to Sadie, she had thought after each go that she would never fail again. She had thought she arrived, but life was always arriving. There was always another gate to pass through until, of course, there wasn't. Like, just all these little things where you're like, yeah, what a beautiful way of putting that.
0: And with the gates, the gate reference again, mm-hmm. and then later the gates with
1: Marks. Mm-hmm.
0: Goddamn.
1: Oh, the the line was, okay. Though there was some truth to what the boy had said, Sam did not believe his body could feel anything but pain, and so he did not desire pleasure in the same way that other people seemed to. Right, right. So it's right, like, right. okay, asexuality or trauma? What is it? I don't All know. Right. Combo. Combo? Combo? But he mm-hmm. loves Sadie. He wanted Sadie. Yeah. Uh, I just... Mm, I just, but and
0: never I in a the gross games. way. Yeah, yeah, th- I never in games. a gross way. Maybe he that's never, why Sam's so lovable.
1: <laughs> I think so. It was like he never talked about how he wanted to have sex with her until, like, he mentioned it once in a way, but it was just like when he realized her and Marks were together, and she yeah. and he was like, it could have been me, and I know it could have been me, but I missed my time, and yeah. I, I could see another reality where we were going and we were doing these things, and right, but it right. was never. And he he he
0: finishes that that statement too with like if I wasn't the way that I am and if it wasn't like this and you know yeah yeah so he he's still at that point aware of himself too like not even just projecting this false idea like he's he's taking the realistic idea of himself but putting himself in Marx's mm-hmm. shoes which ow.
1: and Marx was so poetic and Marx was a theater kid. In the best possible way. Kid. Yes, he like was a theater kid, I could tolerate. <laughs> right, but like he said these things where you're like, oh my god, you're such a theater kid, but that was so beautiful. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. um, She expressed some of this to Marks at his at the office, and he laughed at her. I'm afraid of giving you the wrong impression, Sadie. He said, I rather like to be consumed. And then later on. Or, like, in later in the conversation, he goes, I devour and I am devoured. Like, that is a fucking theater kid through and that through. That really is, yeah. But I loved it. I loved it too. I loved it too. You're an afternoon woman, sexy Sadie. You don't want to meet someone like you too early in her life, or you won't ever like anyone else. That was what Abe said, but still, it was just like, Ugh. like these little. And true, lies. and true.
0: Like, Sadie was such a cat. She just, you know, I, she, I think it was like, Really um empathetic of Sam to have that perspective of being like Sadie never actually had to have like death, like grief kind of trauma mm-hmm. early in her life, not until now. Whereas yeah. like, you know, Sam lost his mom really young and you know, then he's losing other people in his life, his grandmother or his grandfather. Who died? Mm -hmm. His grandfather, I think. His
1: grandfather. That was later, but yeah.
0: Right, but you know what I mean. Like he's losing people in his life, and the only person Sadie ever lost, besides her grandma, but that was of old age. Like that was old uh... age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like someone young who didn't deserve to die that early. Sam had seen that lady who jumped from the, the,
1: oh yeah, apartment
0: in New York. Like he had seen a lot of bad. Stuff and been been too close to death for
1: someone when his did those age. People die. He like he watched that lady die.
0: Yeah, he jumped. He, he watched he his watched mother his mom die. die. Yeah, like,
1: and then he was in the hospital for fucking ever because he's watching his foot deteriorate in front of him. Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. literally lost losing a part of himself. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I oh, think- her sister who had cancer, she got better. Like, you exactly. know, it was one That's of those it. things where. They were just on a... That was, like, the only thing where they were on different, like, wavelengths for. Mm -hmm. And so, he was was like, yeah, this is, like, the worst thing that can happen. But it is, like, you will move past it.
1: I think the one thing that frustrated me about Sam... But it made sense, too. With, Mm -hmm. like, all the pain he had gone through. Like, his, like, kind of self-pitying, like, nobody could ever love me. It wasn't in an annoying way. Mm -hmm. But it was frustrating knowing how... For us, knowing how much... Sadie and Marx loved mm-hmm. him yes. and he refused to ask for help and he refused to fully like yes. accept that love, which right. I think was that was intentional too because like Sadie and Marx felt that frustration, Sadie mm-hmm. more so than Marx. I think Marx was kind of like, eh, whatever. I'll be here no matter what. Like I still love yeah. you. Like it's fine. But Sadie got to a point where it was kind of like, that was difficult. She, she was like, I tried, I gave up trying to understand him. I gave up trying right, right. to like, understand how his brain worked and what was behind these decisions and the things that he did um because that does get tiring like trying to read a person to death because they won't communicate what they're actually feeling and thinking to yeah. you. and i so i think that was that was done and written really well because that was like also f- so frustrating and painful for me right to, and like, I think Mike, just why... fucking talk to them. Just tell them like, you yeah, have this, yeah, like, yeah. phantom foot paint. Like,
0: oh, my God. <laughs> just call out a dinner. It's okay. Yeah. I think that's why in the moments where Sam does have that wherewithal to, you know, to speak up, mm-hmm. it makes those kind of points even more significant, almost. Yeah. Like, um, like even when, in the very beginning, when they are picking who to sign Ichigo with. hmm and you know, there's w- one of the gaming orgs is like, oh, well, you know, we will, or producers rather, is like, oh, well, a little more loosey goosey and but less money, but right, w- but that Sadie liked more, yes. Um, versus the other one, which would have given them more money and but it uh, although, made it Ichigo yeah,
1: a boy that was, what and it worked.
0: also all of the focus was put on Sam instead of right. Sadie, even though this was both of their baby, basically, yeah. Um, and so when Sam finally says something and he's like, I have no money. You grew up with money. You have money. Like, like I need, this. I have none. I am negative money. Marx is paying for everything. And if we don't sign with this one, we wouldn't get that bonus until, you know, a yeah. year from now or months from now. And I need that money now. Like yeah. these medical bills are stacking up and it's like Sadie gets it, but at the same time she doesn't, which is like also frustrating. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But she still goes, like, I think that yeah. was significant enough. Like, he gave an inch. And so she was able to be like, okay, we'll do this that. Because, yeah. like, this is this is significant that you had to mm-hmm. be vulnerable exactly. about something. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I think it goes in the same direction, too, where, like, in the end, where he says, Sadie, I love
1: you. Yeah. And, and she's, she's like, I know, like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, oh, my God, you know what else I loved? The amount of times, it was in Sam's pub, where it was the, like, And I knew that she knew that I know that I love her. Like Like in the beginning or like in the beginning too, when he
0: can't really see the illusion on the ad. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's like, I knew that she knew (laughs) that I I didn't actually see that, but she still didn't bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. Which I also like that they tied that back in in the end where, like, Mm -hmm. her kid's little book was of that. And so she sends it to Sam. And then she's like, well, I'm staying on the phone with you until you can see it. And he has this moment where it is, like, the joy of being a kid. Like, I can see
1: it. It's a bird. Yeah. Yeah. What do I do Um, now? And she's like, go to the next page. Do it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, my five-year-old can do this, Sam. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just loved like those things that came back to us. And the same, oh my god, the way when um she's about to get on her flight after they met up or whatever. Oh my god, yeah. And she walks away and he he's like watching her go. And he's like, Sadie, and she's she comes back over or whatever. Yeah. And he, she's like, you know what? Do you still play games? And he's like, yeah, of course. And it's she's their like, here, first try this. They're meeting
1: in yes! Harvard again. Yes, I was like, oh
0: my god. The first time I read it, maybe I didn't catch it the same way, or maybe I did, I don't know. But
1: oh, I, this time I... around, I was like, I'm crying! <laughs> no, no, okay, that's the thing. I was, I cried when Mark died because they fucking dragged that shit out, too. He was in the hospital, yeah. he was going in and out. And that was paws, painful. That was painful to get through I cried but then I was like okay and then I like I calmed down and I read through the rest of the book and then and then that last (laughs) little bit where it was like them meeting once again after that time apart yes yes it was a repeat it was like the going back to the safe like whatever they in the video game where like restarts and reloads and you're like trying again to move forward yes and I was like, "Oh my god, it's happening again." And I was like, "Wait, and it's fifth game and it's all these yes. all these little parallels that they're they just that where it's like they don't have to say that they're parallels, they just both know that they're parallels and yeah. they play along with it. And it's so beautiful. I just heard that's when I fucking broke yep. down. Yep. I closed the book <laughs> and I just sobbed. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh yep. my god, it's 12:58 and I walked up my Sarah, my stairs <laughs> sobbing to go to my room." <laughs> yep 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 yep, yep. i just
0: like those kinds of things for me i know perhaps some people don't like so many callbacks to beginning things but i think that that really makes a book in a lot of ways like when you are making me feel something because you're bringing it back to what happened in the beginning and things of the sort like all of that was kind of foreshadowing in a way but in a way that it wasn't obviously foreshadowing like how could i have known that that was going to come back um
1: I think it was just very Ugh. real. Like, it's not even necessarily yeah. foreshadowing. It's just that, like, people call upon these things that connected them at one point. And it yeah. was written in such a wonderful way where it was like, yeah. Like, I would reference these little moments in these really deep friendships, too. Like, it's like – it's like, they do it even better. though. I feel like if I were to reference these things, I'd be like, remember this time we talked about this and this and this? Because <laughs> I wouldn't trust that the other person – would remember it like it wouldn't have been significant enough for this yeah, person yeah. to and have it would, remembered it.
0: Would, it would need to be
1: recalled. But they exactly exactly. But they recall it in such a fluid way where they both know who what they would have remembered, and yeah. they both know that these things were significant to them. Yes, without ever having to explicitly say it. And yes. I in like I think the subtleties of their intimacy
0: mm-hmm.
1: is just so masterfully like. Spun together, it's oh yes. my fucking chef's kiss! <laughs> like,
0: I literally, this book is so genuine. Like, shout out to John Green again for putting
1: up something. Yeah, I remember he when never he posted misses this bro. the TikTok about this. Yeah, book. He was like I read this yeah. book and this is this shit's gonna be it. Um, quickly. Yeah. Okay, because I, I I literally as we have been talking, I'm just randomly opening up to these tabs because yeah, like yeah, yeah. I have so fucking dude. many. Okay, so I have one and it was when they were talking about Dove after she had left and she <clears> was like, you knew about the handcuffs? And he was like, of course I did. Like, we sat next to each other and I was staring at your, we, we were working with our hands the entire fucking time. Yeah. Like, I saw the welts, I knew. And it was in Italis, like, this was Italicized too. Um, and it's, I think that too, like the, the use of the italicized little lines Mm -hmm. to like emphasize these things was so well done because he goes tell me i don't know you sam thought tell me i don't know you when i could draw both sides of this hand your hand from memory (laughs) like what (laughs) he is such a room like he will never ever love sadie I think I want to be loved the way that Sam loves Sadie. Like yeah. so known. It's and a deeply yeah, it's understood. Seen. It's a feeling. It's feeling yes, seen. Yes. He sees all of her. And like it, even the things that he like he calls her out on and she gets offended by, or like it's he knows her. And like I think he ended up being wrong about the rebels game. Yeah. But, like, I think, because, like, that was also a projection of, like, he was resenting her because of the relationship with Marx. Right. But, like, there was an inkling of truth where he was, like, I see these are, like, an amplification of these things about Sadie that aren't necessarily her strengths. And I see what she's trying to do. Like, even then, I was, like, I, like, he knows her. Like, I am frustrated that he doesn't, like, he's not giving her encouragement because I know it's because of... Yeah. The relationship with Marks. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it was also like, shit, I want, like, someone to know these things about me and see these things in me. Yeah. Like, fuck.
0: Speaking of her game,
1: um, Mm -hmm. the the way that later
0: one of the employees is like, oh, Sam, did you play it yet? And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, well, did you see this one part? Mm Mm-hmm. Where if you pick to let this actor who's in from out of town come on stage, uh-huh, blah blah blah. And then it's it's uh Marks and oh mm-hmm. my god, that is yeah. just like painful. And there's this moment where Sam's like, yeah, this is for Marks, but this was also for me. Yes, yeah. <sighs> yeah. They just got each other. They did. <laughs> they just really got each other. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's do you painful. have other things to say? I don't have my book in front of me.
1: It's <sighs> over on my bookshelf. Um, let me see.
0: Obviously, like everything with Dove sucked, so it did hurt that like Sadie was keeping him in her life.
1: At first, that's the thing. I was frustrated at first because I was like, "Why are we writing this?" Tired, like story about a woman in this abusive industry. relationship. industry and especially within abusive, the industry yeah with like i was just kind of like is this fully necessary to the story like i i i have just gotten to a point i think when reading books when there's violence towards women or they're in yeah. these abusive relationships where i'm like how necessary, necessary is the story yeah. because like it's been written so many times before mm-hmm. and i like it gets to a point where i'm just like i don't want to keep reading this story um but and so I got for a while I was frustrated by it but then I liked how we moved on from it yeah and then I also think it was integral to other parts of the story Mm -hmm. but not in a I don't know and like I think too I think what helped because at first I didn't realize what year this was taking place in and then I was like okay so it's 1990s so it's even earlier in the like STEM, like mm-hmm. women in STEM, mm-hmm. women in gaming and stuff. So I was like, okay, I guess it makes a little more sense contextually. And right. so I did have mixed feelings about that at first, but now I'm more a much more neutral on that.
0: Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because it it does it is important. Like the time context. It's not like right, right. It's happening in 2023 and things right. like that. So I agree with you. Because yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, because even like Dove's character is just icky, anyways. Like, oh, there's no part of me that was like, oh, I mean, at least he was hot when no. they started getting together. get. No. Like, it wasn't even. There that was wasn't nothing even something about him. I was thinking. Yeah. So the that I think that's why it was more frustrating to look at Sadie as she was like keeping him in her life going forward because it was like, I mean, he wasn't even like what was he? What nothing. Regime? Yeah, he it was, was just a smart.
1: Figure- Yes, it was feeding her validation and feeding her. 100%, I'm proud we of all, you. We all been there, but yeah, like Sadie, girl, we get you.
0: But come on,
1: yeah, come on, girl. That's kind of. Those were my overall thoughts. I think beautiful, beautiful book. Yeah, I agree.
0: I'm so happy that you read it. <laughs> me too. I was, I'm happy I enjoyed it. Like reading when I finished it I literally couldn't I know. I'm so happy you feel like this. When yeah. you text when you you the call or text me or whatever I don't remember but and you were like I think like I I'm enjoying this. Like yeah. I think it's curing the slump. Yeah. And I was like tomorrow tomorrow is that bitch. <laughs> yeah. So funny.
1: Mm. I did it. I don't we'll see how long it sticks around, but for now I feel like very excited what's, what's the next about book? books. <laughs> oh, correct, correct. That's the next one I'm doing. I think you'll like it.
0: I mean, I don't know. I'm speaking too soon. I'm not that far into okay. it. So
1: <laughs> if you're comparing it to everyone in this room, I think I think that feeds into my nihilistic uh okay, cool. deep cynicism. <laughs> yeah.
0: Great. Well, in the terms of tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, this obviously is an easy five. It's an easy yeah. one billion for me. <laughs> like, yes is, it breaks the scale.
1: I think this is something I will continue to reread over time, right. and I think I will so keep flipping open. Like when I tell you, I will send you a picture of the amount of tabs I have in I'm this so goddamn excited. book. Because I'm so excited, and it's exciting to open them up because it's like each line. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that was so beautiful and. But oh, I don't know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just excited. Like, I'm, I'm so, actually excited, so happy. To keep the physical copy of this book. Which know. is, that's even more. Yeah. That's saying So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I bought
0: this book at Powell's. Mm-hmm. Like right after John posted that TikTok about it. Uh-huh. And then I did not read it because, I don't know, I was busy reading other things, I guess. But I literally think I had it for, like, six months just sitting here. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I finished it the first time and I was like, how? How was this in my house for so, so long? long. Yeah. And I wasn't, like, and it wasn't in my brain. Like, yeah. what? So yeah. I'm so happy that you could, you also could experience that experience. Me too, dude. Um, I'm. We haven't had like a, a tied five in a while.
1: Also, no, because I haven't in liked it feels, books. <laughs> it feels good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you are listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, be feel okay. free to join our Hardcover Host Discord server via the link in the show notes, or send us an email at hardcoverhostpod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Cabrera-Dixon.
1: I'm Sammy Scorstan.
0: And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hoes. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next books on our to-be-read list are The Daughter of the Moon Goddess and The Heart of the Sun Warrior. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.